And welcome to Season 3's Episode 6. And this marks the first time this season we have the full ensemble. Whoa. Say hi, everyone. Hello. <laughs> hi. <laughs> welcome back, Jabari. You were gone last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jabari is a hardworking individual who need no... Commitments? Question <laughs> <laughs> mark. No, he texted in the middle. He's like, "I'll be, I'll be here next week." I said, "Oh, okay. I guess we're doing it. The show must go on. D we'll do it live." <laughs> and um, like, oh, crap. Grover asked me what. <laughs> 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 and and here's the thing, listener. I like to think I'm pretty consistent. Like that's my thing, right? I'm really? an I'm an educated and, and not predictable. Um, I'm an educator for a reason. I like to know what my work schedule is a year ahead of my work schedule, <laughs> right? Well, no, fifty years ahead if you really want. Yeah, to. if you really wanted to, right? Yeah. And the like this Friday, you know, I posted, you know, hey, what time does it work this week? And I posted in our pre-production notes and everything. You mean and, last week, what times work? Last yeah, week? Like, whatever. Yeah, and. And and Jabari crickets, <laughs> and we're like, uh, uh. <laughs> I try to get worried. I know it snows up there in Seattle. Like, is he okay? What's going on? And then you know, Grover asked me, "Do we go without Jabari?" And um, I'm like, "He's a thespian. He'll understand." <laughs> and um, you know, the show must go on. So Jabari, it's good to have you back. Um, well, it's good to have Shadow back as well. Um, I'm just going to name everyone because that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and then, you know, I got, I got Grover Old Faithful here with me. <laughs> I'm not faithful. <laughs> he's, he's, he's here whether I want him to be or not. I'm just kidding. And, um, and I'm Paul, of course. Um, it's good to have the full cast. Uh, last time we were all together was for the, ser uh, the season finale of uh, season mm -hmm. two. That was like a, a year and a half ago. Uh, per near, yeah. per, almost a year ago. So yeah, um, it was about May. So oh yeah, not not yeah, quite a year. Not quite a year. I I had to retract I, I, I that. Mean, I mean, we could have been all together what like two or three weeks ago if you guys didn't start recording at like ten p.m. <laughs> yeah, it was like midnight, right when we finished. It was, it was crazy. great. Yeah, um, it, it was, was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> it was great for me too. I mean, I was hanging out with family that weekend, and Grover got some extra sleep, and it was it was great for everyone involved except Shadow. So no, 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 I had fun I'm editing glad. it. So I mean, you guys had good episodes. I don't know how you put up with how challenge the challenges we give you, Shadow. Like to me, what you do is still like magic, honestly, and sometimes even black magic. Honestly, <laughs> like you guys have definitely given me, given me some good audio challenges, but. Uh, I've been editing other podcasts kind of on the side a little bit. And I mean, you guys actually ask me my advice on audio stuff. And like, even if you don't, when I tell you to do something, you guys kind of go, well, Shadow knows what they're talking about. So you try to do what I tell you to do. It's more like Shadow Shadow is threatening us, <laughs> and, we and we better do it. With, with, a, a, with a loss with a loss of a part of my anatomy that I would like to keep yeah, yeah, <laughs> for the foreseeable. Has, you would prefer. Paul, it has been Strongly. like three years since I've threatened anybody at the studio. Because <laughs> there's no more studio. There's no studio to threaten them at. We... <laughs> speaking, speaking of uh, the episode two weeks ago, I have a follow-up on our little Wii U uh, uh, Discussion, right? How much money have you spent in the past? How, the how past much money have weeks? I spent so far? Yeah, about two hundred fifty. Holy mackerel! Damn. I, I've 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 almost maxed out my Wii U storage space. I have room for just a, a few more games that I want to get, but luckily, um, the virtual console games—they're seven dollars, seven to eight dollars each, um, and uh, they're only about a hundred megabytes, and I have about. I want to say I have about five gigabytes left, but this kind of gets into the issue, right? 
Uh, one of the games right now, which is a Wii U exclusive, is The Legend of Zelda, is The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess mm. HD. And um, I was going to be like, okay, I'll just buy this on the Wii U digital thing before it goes down. It's $19. And um, I was like, okay, you know, I, I go through, you do not have enough space. The Wii U only has 32 gigabytes of space. And you can you can expand it with a uh, uh, external hard drive, but then it has to be external hard drive with an AC adapter because the Wii U does not provide enough power on its own to, to have an external hard drive. So where am I going with this, right? I wanted to buy a physical version of The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD. I went on Amazon. You guys want to take a guess how much it is? 300 $300. Holy mackerel. So I was like, well, that's not going to happen. If that, if so, that. <laughs> so no I've been, I've been on eBay doing several bids on several. I'm not going to say which ones. Uh, Jabari. And, 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 and I think because this is episode six, which is airing, your, your favorite number, which is airing sometime in mid March. I'm hoping the bidding will be done by the time this airs. Um, but uh, I've been doing several bids on eBay and people have been outbidding me like Dang. crazy because right? they're seeing the writing on the wall as well. Yeah. And and I don't want to take the gamble. Like it, it would sound like it's a slam dunk to put both Wind Waker HD and Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD on the Wii U or on, on the Switch. And if I did that, I'll forget the Wii U version, but mm -hmm. I don't want to take that gamble if it's not announced. Right. And I only have couple more months mm. right so um yeah so uh i'll probably follow up with my uh pursuit on these uh hard to get wii u titles or i might be going to some pawn shops and to some uh places uh, of ill repute i mean favorable repute. pawn shops frankincense and swap meets to find <laughs> these wii u titles that these people don't know what they're hey, worth i could oh, sell oh. my copy of the legend of zelda <laughs> <laughs> What's the friend price? I'm not, not going to take that from you, Jabari. I know you're a Zelda fan. I, I, I'm going to find my own, but I, I, I have to do it because it's only going to get worse, right? Mm -hmm. The longer I wait, it, the worse it's going to oh, get. Oh man! Um, and and I, I got, I need to get my copy quickly. So Wait, like, that, that's my follow up on. Oh, whoops! I didn't mean to hit your mic. It's like an illicit drug, uh, Grover. It's like I need, I need, I need my crack. I need my, I need <laughs> <Yeah>. my fix. <laughs> uh, and then, and then I, I got to get the Pokemon games right, um, because of the, the Generation Nine that's coming out, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, Pokemon Crystal, Gold, and Silver, and and the Reginald three are not going to be available for purchase, right? But I can still transfer them from my 3DS to my Switch. So I'm gonna buy Pokemon Crystal, play through that, and transfer those to the Switch. So when when uh when the new Pokemon games come out, I'm gonna be ready. So so hold up, hold up. Yeah. Are you gonna play these next ones? The the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, yeah. which were just announced. Um, I I, I I'm. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Ah. So, yes. So yes. Glorious. So, so for Pokemon Sword and Shield, right? I was really upset about how they did not include all 800 so Pokemon, right? This is the first Pokemon game where they're only including the ones that are in the regional Pokedex, mm -hmm. right? And then the ones that aren't, they just have to stay in, I guess, Pokemon Home or whatever that mm -hmm. box is until they're actually compatible with that game. And so I said, I'm not paying full price for a Pokemon game that, that I feel is lazy. And I rarely use the word lazy when it comes to development, but I feel like, there was more content in Pokemon for the 3DS than there was for the Switch. So um, I did see it at a pawn shop. I, there's a pawn shop I frequently go to in Vegas that has all kinds of games and stuff. And I saw a copy of Pokemon Shield for 30 bucks, which is half the price of what it's worth, right? I said, okay. Girl, it's, like, sold. It's, it's half a Pokemon game. I'm, you know, <laughs> that's what, what I think it's worth. So mm. I, I purchased it and I played through it. And it wasn't bad. Um, It, it wasn't. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't anything to write home about. Mm. Um, and I'm worried uh, with these new with these new um, games that it's going to be more of that. But I will say that with Pokemon Legends Arceus, which just came out 
I want to say January. Yeah, January. Late, ja- late the, January. Yeah, this yeah. is the first Pokemon Core series title that deviated from the formula, right? Pokemon can actually attack you. You know, you're out catching them Breath of the Wild style, right? In this big open world. And and there's, th- you know, lots of things to do. Um, and they want to go into this open world. They want to build on to that. And so I'm, if if I find out more information about it, I will make up the lack of Pokemon with innovative gameplay. It's just, I'm tired of the whole, you have six Pokemon, you're going to Route 1, you fight Pokemon trainers on the route, you go to a gym, you fight the Elite Four. I, I'm tired of that. Yeah. After it's It's the same game with just different art assets. Exactly, exactly. One of my favorite reviewer, reviewers, game critics, mm-hmm. uh, Yahtzee Croshaw on The Escapist. Yeah. When he reviewed Pokemon White years ago, years ago at this point, right? He says, if you just want more Pokemon, save your the money, save yourself the money, go on Windows Paint <laughs> and just angrily draw a sketch and put some googly eyes on it and then slightly angrier eyes for the evolved version. Oh, that's, ex- that's excellent. <laughs> and it, I love this guy, right? But he's... To, I, so before I get into my negative Pokemon talk, Jabari, do you, are you going to get it? Scarlet and Violet? I had no idea, idea that those were even coming out. So probably not. <laughs> were probably not <laughs> did, were you interested in the sword and shield or did pokemon lose you along the way Remind so me. i bought um shield no i bought sword but i have not played it mm-hmm. um the thing with pokemon is i love it i love it to death but i don't play too much of it i don't spend too much time into it um what i like to do is just go um open up um play a couple levels um i just love to like explore the caves and stuff like that once i get lost i'm kind of done i've never <laughs> beat the <laughs> i've never beat the elite four or anything like that i just kind of enjoy the ride and then um if i something else another game or something like that catches my eye then i'm off to the other game but i know pokemon is always going to be there um when i want to go back to it i might not know where the hell i am but <laughs> That's part of the adventure. <laughs> Luckily, you, know, you won't get lost in Pokemon Sword and Shield because it's a giant open world. There are there's like one cave in the whole game, and it's a straight line. <laughs> really? Oh, Jabari! It's like Route One all over again. You play Pokemon the same way I play Legend of Zelda games. You just you just got a switch too, Shadow. So you've 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 been playing through Breath of the Wild. I've been seeing on my my friends list. But but that's see that like there's so much to do in Breath of the Wild, right? You're going ev- anywhere and everywhere. They don't really tell you where to go. Yeah, so. <laughs> I've been enjoying it so far. I spent a lot of time just running around and gathering ingredients. But like yeah. in my head, yeah. I was having like Ignis from Final Fantasy 15 saying, "That's it. I've come up with a new recipe. Got a new re- recipe. Imagine the deal." I'm surrounded by nerds. I'm oh just kidding. <laughs> I mean, do you know what podcast you're on? Paul, you are the most normal Paul, person. Paul carries here. this podcast every episode, and he doesn't know how nerdy we are. I, I yeah. What's mm. the final tagline so, of this podcast that you always say, Paul? Keep it, <laughs> keep it nerdy. <laughs> keep it, oh. <laughs> uh, to Shadow's point, I I am the most normal one. Yep. And we, yes, it's, you a, are. it's a it, it's a very it's a it's like um it's a bell curve, the epitome yep. of a bell curve, right? We, Just, we talked about that on know. a podcast, the list. Yes. The list, yes, Where yes. Paul is the yes. most normal and I am the most <laughs> crazy or most Yeah, weird. you and you and yeah, our friend Reggie. I'm the yeah. I'm the studio weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pa- Paul and Shadow are the ones that go outside. I I've I've never heard of this place. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> you know, wait, I it's this mythical place. Grover, say, you can take your normal. games outside now. What? Whoa. Whoa, whoa, that's scary. <laughs> After the things I've heard about last episode, I don't want to go outside. <laughs> no. I'll stay I'll stay inside. No, uh, I heard did I hear you Jabari say you're you're pretty normal? I was normal? about to say that I'm pretty normal, but I'm over but I have my cat right here named after um 
um, a Sailor Moon character. <laughs> so I, then I was just like, you know, I, I'll retract that. <laughs> Continue on. <laughs> so just to go on my rabid rant of just... I have well, not rabbit. I guess more tame now these days. This is my version of Futurama's rant from <laughs> from last week. No, essentially. so I've hung up my 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 trainer card. Yeah, I see it right over there, right, 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 the wall, right, right there in the wall, right there in the wall. Yeah, with all your badges and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so many badges. Yeah. <laughs> so so many. With Gary's writing, Paul is a loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I'm the one who loses to you. No, and it's all in caps. You know, with, my, like... with my sad lacris. <laughs> <laughs> if if you, the listener, or my co-host, don't know what he's talking about, we, me and Grover fought. I think it was Pokemon Black or White Two or Black or White, Black and White. Yeah, it was, it was in college. Em, it was Embor. So yeah. whatever that generation was, right? Yeah, Black and White. Yeah. So I had Grover a had a Lapras. I had Embor. I think right. Fire, 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 firefighting, mm-hmm. and. For whatever reason, Lapras was fast. I was gonna win. We were it, both at our last last Pokemon. Pokemon Fire versus Water. It's a done deal. <laughs> Good night, Slab Duck. I'm gonna win. Grover's gonna win. And this <laughs> asshole decided to be a troll, and you told Lapras to use Sing. So envision this scene. Envision this scene, right? Think Pokemon Stadium 3D characters, right? There's Grover all happy, bouncing around. I'm looking sad. I'm looking depressed. I'm gonna lose to Grover. And he and Lapras knows it's gonna win, right? So it's got the tidal wave queued up, right? <laughs> it's got it's got the tidal wave queued up, ready I'm to go. Use, uh, and sir. Grover, you sing. Sing. And, and then Lapras looks back at him, <laughs> looks at me, looks back at Grover, and and sings. And I, then my inboard it missed. It missed. Because Sing has 70% accuracy. So one of four chance of it missing. It missed. <laughs> and my inboard proceeds to use sky uppercut. Whatever. Grover loses <laughs> game. <laughs> and we're all sitting there staring at Grover. And it's like. Grover, what happened? And Grover's like, how did you wake up? <laughs> no, 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 that's no, a different story. That's a different story. <laughs> that's a different story. We were at IHOP, I think. We were at IHOP and and uh, we were all playing our, our DSs mm-hmm. and, and Pokemon battling. And I think, was it you fighting me, our, our friend Neil? Our friend Neil, yeah. And, uh, and um, he had Neil, a, he Neil had a tro- likes to troll A troll well. Venusaur. Yeah. And he was like, he, he was going to like, put you to sleep mm-hmm. but you had berries that would wake you back up mm-hmm. and neil was just sitting there stuck like how'd you wake up <laughs> <laughs> and then paul same deal just wiped the floor with him because as everyone knows at this point paul is predictable paul likes a routine schedule yeah i can set my watch to a pokemon release at this point right you can you can set time to it right yeah and to me, the fact that Ar- Arce is just came out, Arceus, whatever the heck it's called. Hard C. You don't care anymore. Don't care. <laughs> the, tr- the badges are on the Hard C soft shell. <laughs> That's so, a, what remake is that, Paul? I have no idea. It's okay. Go ahead. So, um, so the fact that Arceus just came out. Yeah. And they're already announcing the next one. Yeah. The next 300 Pokemon that are going to come out, right? Is it is it Game Freak doing it? Is it the other Game one doing it? Game Freak did Arceus, uh, Arceus yeah. and this one. And then another company did the remakes of Diamond and Pearl. Right. Mm-hmm. So in theory, Game Freak has had how long to work on this game? Are they going to have all Pokemon in it? Or is it going to be just from Sword and Shield to now? One, we don't know. And two, there's two different teams working on it. So apparently. I'm surprised, Shadow, you haven't posted this already. Of you know that meme where the you know they're they're playing with the happy child over the pool right, and that's the new one that's Scarlet <laughs> oh, and, oh, and Violet, Violet right, yeah. and then the one treading water is Arceus, Ar- 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 <laughs> and then at the bottom of the abyss, Diamond and Pearl, Diamond and Pearl, and uh and um Sword and Shield. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I would at the bottom of the that ocean. meme, but I'm gonna be pretty honest here. I just don't care about Pokemon anymore. Dun, 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 dun! Like, I think the last one I got was Pokemon Moon. 
Pokemon. And I was just like, Pokemon? yeah, this this Pokemon? is not my kind of game anymore. Pokemon? Like I used to love Pokemon mm-hmm. in elementary school. Me too. I had like the trading cards. I used to battle friends at lunchtime. Um, and like my brother and I both had our Game Boys that we got game for Christmas. Boys. And we boys, would constantly be trading Pokemon boys, and battling each other. Boys. And then it was just like, yeah. I don't know. The more I became like into video games, the less interested I was in Pokemon because there's better stuff out there. Dun, dun, for me. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no. <laughs> for, for, for me, it was how easy it, it became. And it was the same version that you're talking about, Sun and Moon, um, where it was just so handholding. It was so boring. Right? I loved it was boring because it was handholding. Like red and blue and yellow, you felt like you were going on this epic adventure. You had these caves that that were puzzles and and these gym leaders that were really difficult. Like I I started as Charmander uh, and I couldn't beat the first gym leader because he was rock. So I had to go back to the forest and train up a butterfree. Like you really <laughs> had to use you had to use like these tactics and and now in like sun and moon, it was like, oh, you could tell already tell that the the moves are going to be super effective or they're not super effective. And and it took a lot of the wonder and mystery out of it, in my opinion. See, your dog's a good call in the pork, pork, um, pork, 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 you tell them Pokemon sucks. <laughs> but uh, um, but, you know, they, they churn them out year after year after year. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the it's it's. Nintendo's Call of Duty. Yep. That, that's ah, what it is. There it yep. is. There yeah. it is. It's the yeah. same game. They just slapped Shit. a new face on it, which, like, yeah. I think is really sad because, like, the Pokemon franchise has so much opportunity to be really creative with what they do. And instead, they're just like, well, we've made a lot of money off of this in the past. Let's just keep doing it. Um, and, uh- and they make people Jabari's partners in crime, right? The marketing people, as amazing as that is, right? Because it's formulaic. You know there's going to be money going to be made. You know that they're going to make a Pikachu clone, yeah. right? So you're going to have Pikachu. You're going to have what, you know. Remember when Meryl came out? Pika Blue? Pika Blue. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. I remember. Petrus from remembers. But um, so I, I think it's that. The whole recipe it works. Yep. I mean, but at, at what point it doesn't? It right? works, and I mean, part of it is because you know Pokemon is such a long franchise that they have the funds to pour into marketing. That like, obviously, the game appeals to kids. So like, mm-hmm. each time you know new kids see it, they're like, "Wow, I love this. This is great." But because you know. All of us here have been here since Pokemon essentially started. We can kind of look at it and be like, well, this is this is sad. And I honestly, from a game development side of things, I wonder what the game devs feel. Because like, I feel like if I was constantly part of the process of making the same game over and over again, I would be bored. Burned out. Be, yeah. like, ex- burned. And I would be burned oh. out be. because... Burnt. Like, I wouldn't be, be you know, mentally be stimulated be enough burnt. in the process. There's not enough creativity going into it. It's just like, I don't know, like factory workers repeating the same thing over and over again. That's what Pokemon has become. So I pre- played one of uh, Game Freak's other experimental games on the Switch. It was called Giga Record uh-huh. Alt. And I, I, it was very boring. I did not like it at all. It wasn't Pokemon at all. Uh, and it, it was this new... Well, it, I, I don't think it was a new IP. I think it was like a sequel to a Game Boy Advance game that they made. Uh, uh, but it was just... Like, you could tell that there was no love in, in it. And I feel like if it had the same love that they put into, you know, the earlier Pokemon games, it would have been something. But, like, I feel like Pokemon is kind of their one-hit wonder almost. Yeah. <laughs> That uh, might be it. They, they put all of their creative yeah, energy they, into Pokemon and just didn't have any room for anything else. Well, yeah. It sounds like, you know, Pokemon was a major success, so they continue using that formula because they know it works. They know that it brings money. And then they try something else. Um, whatever new game that you just mentioned, 
and maybe they did put love into it um maybe they put a lot of care into it maybe it took years of production into it and it turns out that nobody really liked it so because it's not pokemon yeah well like you could tell like the difference between like gold and silver when they when they thought that that was going to be the last pokemon games like you can tell that there was a lot of time there was a lot of heart well that that's why they call it hard gold and soul silver yeah. really because that they they thought originally gold and silver was going to be that was it, it. They, thought, they thought that was gonna be it they thought pokemon was a fad just like our parents probably thought it was a fad, right? Um, it's just, it's not going to be around anymore. It's going to be like Beanie Babies. They're going to go away and just become this niche collectible thing. And um, and no, that wasn't the case. And, uh, you know, after that, Ruby and Sapphire, you can kind of tell it's kind of like, okay, they starting with, uh, yeah, Ruby and Sapphire is when they started coming up with the formula. This is how it's going to be. You know, it's going to be a new region contained in that region, new monsters, and then and then they'll have a set of remakes that go with that to get the older ones, you know, and they, they kept that up until about, you know, the switch generation. So and they, um, to 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 go on top of that. Right. Yeah. You know, just um, Jabari's right. Right. Um, my mom cooks. Right. And when I come home to eat my mom's cooking, it tastes so much better than when I make it. Right. And, you know, it's it's because I think she makes it with love. Yeah. Right. Well, I do it with bitterness <laughs> and, and sadness and sadness <laughs> and despair. And, <laughs> damn. Exhaustion. Exhaustion. Just just done burnt out of all things, right? But um so that's the difference, I think, right? But uh, Jabari, can you enlighten everyone okay. on I know, right? <laughs> on how much marketing head start they have marketing a known product like pokemon then they do a brand new ip that no one's ever heard of <laughs> it's probably around the in terms of marketing it's probably the same issues that we run into um you know people p caring about our games um people care about pokemon but they don't care about game freaks new uh video game ashley grover cared enough to actually try it out and was disappointed but um, but a lot of work is put into the marketing. They probably put a whole bunch of marketing dollars into that game. And um, if it was, a, I'm not sure how it turned out or anything, but it sounds like it was a flop. Um, so they know now yeah. that, hey, wow, okay, we spent all this money and we did not even get close to getting it back or we barely got it back or it just wasn't worth it. Let's go back to Pokemon. Let's focus on that. That's probably what's going to happen. I'm curious though, like, is it, did their other game flop because people were comparing it to Pokemon and went, oh, it's not Pokemon, I don't like this? Or is it because people didn't care about the game studio itself? Like, when I play Pokemon Ooh. games, <laughs> I'm playing it because it's Pokemon, not because Game Freaks made it. So mm -hmm. is it possible that nobody really knows that the studio made other games yeah it could so, be that I mean, I mean yeah. they should have the marketing dollars to advertise to um, an audience um, the same as Pokemon they yeah. should have like they have the leverage to do that so they can get the word out they definitely most likely get that word out um, yeah but I mean but I guess my no, point more is like when you see a Pokemon game advertised they don't say mm -hmm. From the game studio, Game Freaks, comes the new Pokemon game. So, like, people aren't going, Game Freaks, what a great studio. They're just <laughs> going, you know, the new Pokemon game. And everybody's like, whoa, Pokemon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whereas, like, Activision or Blizzard, when they make a new game, everybody knows it was made by them. So, I got some Metacritic reviews on the game if you want me to read them. Sure. I read I read one good one, one random good one, and one random bad one of of Giga Wrecker Alt their other their other game. Uh, Giga Wrecker Alt is a pretty. This is the good one. Giga Wrecker Alt is a pretty cool game. It's got it has some issues and likely won't compel all players to keep going. But the puzzles are good, and getting to throw a ton of junk to smash a robot is always fun. <laughs> the game looks good, sounds good, and offers plenty of playtime. So get in there and wreck it. Uh, this is the mad review. When it's not giving the world more reasons to quote unquote catch them all, 
Game Freak continues to deliver interesting and unexpected forays into other genres. Much like Timbo the Badass Elephant before it, Giga Wrecker Alt is a quick, a quirky left turn that takes the exploration staples of a 2D Metroidvania and combines it with a destructible environment puzzle system for some creative and hugely rewarding puzzles. Combat is quite forgettable, but sucker punching, sucker punching a boss with a giant ball can be ridiculous fun when you pull it off. <laughs> it looks might not be that memorable, but it's still a worthy way to make a mess on Switch. 70 out of 100. Oh. Yeah. And that was so. a bad one? That was, that was the bad one. That was the meh. Yellow was meh. So was yeah. it a flop? What is a, what's a bad one? Um, The Metacritic scores, let's see. Generally unfavorable reviews. It's got a score of uh, average score of sixty seven out of a hundred, and that's compared to Pokemon, right? Which usually gets eighty or higher. Mm-hmm. So it it's not bad, bad, but it's like meh, you know. So so let let's let's take that right. We go from one studio archetyped, right? Yeah. Game Freak makes Pokemon. Oh, how what do you guys have heard of that new game from From Software, Elden Ring? Oh. Um and cuz cuz from software is known for making these incredibly difficult games. The Souls games. The right? Souls games, yeah. right? Soulborn, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, yeah. Dark Souls 2. Um what was Digibari? I was just about to mention that cuz I don't know too much about it. I just heard that Elden Rings is just another soul um what was it? What do you guys just said? The soul Another another Souls game, yeah. yeah. That's what I keep hearing. It looks good. Right. Jason Schreier like says a lot of it's people... one of the best... Oh, go for it. Jason Schreier says it's one of the best games he's ever played. And Jason Schreier's like... I don't want to say he's the only critic I listen to, but if Jason Schreier says something's good, it's probably really good. Because <laughs> he's like one of the, the critics that writes a lot of books about like the fall of the game industry. Mm-hmm. So I follow him a lot. And he says... And and like Yang Yang Yi, I think I, I I watch him on YouTube a lot, and he says he's like sixty out sixty hours in, and he's still finding new stuff, and I, that's kind of unheard of. Even in Breath of the Wild, there's like after sixty hours, it's like okay, I, I'm starting to get the gist of it, right? Right. It you know it was about forty hours in when I start stop seeing new things in that game, and that's a long time. Yeah, that is forty hours. Is a that is a long pretty time. good mm-hmm. amount of gameplay before it starts. You know, getting repetitive. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's not a uh, it's not a uh, procedure generated game. It's not like Mass Effect with player choice and all this stuff, right? right? It's just this ginormous open world, right? Where if you make a left turn instead of a right turn, you might encounter this monstrosity from the abyss. Oh my God. And and right and it'll kick your ass no it'll kick your grass because this is a pokemon episode. <laughs> not no more they're talking about studio archetypes yeah. now stay with the program over. <laughs> stay with me stay with Dang. me unfortunately this is probably um, where i'm gonna have to drop out oh okay I'll, so re- so before before you go jabari mm-hmm. um on the on your last note on this topic do you once a studio gets archetyped is yeah. it is it just doomed to repeat itself over and over again? Archetype, as in like like Pokemon, uh, game. Pokemon Freak makes and... Game Freak makes Pokemon from software makes incredibly difficult kick your grass games. Capcom makes fighting games. Um, I don't know. It's difficult because I hear like for actors and stuff like that. Uh, once they play like a major role, like a comedic role, like what's his name, um, Brian Cranston um, from Malcolm in the Middle, Adam Sandler. Oh <laughs> no! He was the dad from Malcolm in the Middle, and uh... no, I'm saying Adam Sandler. Oh, Type oh yeah, casting. yeah, yeah. You can say that too. Like when you think about those people, you think, oh, comedy, funny guy. Don't take them seriously. Uh, they're stupid and stuff like that. Um, and a lot of actors have a hard time getting out of that. That that it's, it's not a funk, but it's just getting out of that role. Like having the audience um, think of them of more than just some funny guy. Um, but then, um, Brian Cranston, um, years later, he comes out with, um, Breaking Bad and it's a totally different character. It's a great character. He's such a badass. Like you don't want to screw with this guy. 
And everybody was just like, whoa, like it, it was such a major change from the Malcolm in the Middle character. And people were not ready for that. They didn't. Um, I'm pretty sure people um, when they thought of him taking the lead role in that in that um, that show and watching it, they're like, wow, I did not expect um, um, Cranston to be this good in this different type of role. And I feel like, um, you know, that stigma right there, that's where other comp companies are going to, they're going to, they're going to have a hard time, like game freak right there. Like everybody expects them to make a Pokemon game, but once they make something, mm. um, they make something different. It, it could be a, a real big hit or miss. And, um, you know, game, um, like the game you guys mentioned before, um, like floss like that, people will be like, Oh, why are they trying something different? They should go back to Pokemon, just focus on Pokemon. And it's hard for them to get out of that funk. But um, but yeah, like this Elden Rings game, um, it's the same company as the Blood Games, right? Exactly. And um, I've never played either of them. Uh, or Dark Souls, there we go. Um, I never played Dark Souls same before. Um, I just watched a clip of um, Elden Rings before and it looks cool. Um, but I could, I would have never been able to distinguish between dark souls and elden rings but um i haven't watched too much of it but i did watch a funny clip about it that was great but um if they try to make a different game i'm not sure what type of different game they'll make um it seems like this is the uh the type of games that they um that people are really interested the challenging ones and such all right oh. So, 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 would you relate it back to acting? Like you, you're pretty much good with that. That comparison, once you're archetyped, it's it's a wrap. Yeah. Well, it's not a wrap. Yeah. It's just it's hard to, it's hard to. Unless you're as good as Brian Cranston, <laughs> Bob Saget, right? Bob Saget, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, you know he's he was America's dad, right? <laughs> but then you know he has this raunchy, dirty comedy, right? And people who only know him from Full House are like, "What the hell am I listening <laughs> yeah. to?" Yeah, it's it's just hard to get out of that um, archetype right there. Um, Got it, it takes a lot of work to get through it. But you know, I'm pretty sure Game Freak can make other games, uh, fantastic games, um, and they probably have. But it's just they're compared to Pokemon right now. They're compared to their Pokemon. Um, Got it being compared to Pokemon. I can't speak English right now. But yeah. Hey, welcome to my world. You're, you're all good, Jabari. No, yeah. Thanks for stopping in for this episode. Yes. We, uh, thanks for talking Pokemon with us and From Souls and all that. And From Souls. <laughs> from Software. <laughs> you have to forgive Paul. It's pretty late. It's it's 930 at night and, you know, Paul's 90 and he has to go to bed. <laughs> So thanks for stopping by, Jabari. Yeah. We'll um we'll do this. We'll do this for this uh for nerds on a podcast <laughs> right. next episode. Yes. Yeah, all right. You're awesome, Talk Jabari. You Appreciate bye, you. Jabari. Bye bye. Adios. So listener, you uh you've been tuning to on to on a whim for a while now. I hope I hope you're enjoying our episodes. Uh, this episode has been this episode is sponsored by Women Independent Studios or Women D for short. Um, we are a whimsical game studio located in the middle of nowhere, California, but we've been making fabulous games since 2012. Um, this year, we're releasing two games, Stellar on Spellbearers. We would love it for you to wishlist it um, and purchase them when they come out. We would love for you to do that. Um, by you purchasing this and getting the word out about women indie products and games, uh, it just gets the word out and lets other people know and brings them into the, the joy that we're trying to share by creating truly great gaming experiences. So yeah, listener, if you've been enjoying the Honor Win podcast, please consider doing so. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you. And we're back. Jabari found the fire escape. He's good. He's okay. He's going to make it back you next week for verified. our next episode. Steam Deck verified. He is out. <laughs> Steam Deck verified. No, but is is it like the Steam Deck and they're, uh, they're having drift issues? <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, they actually found out that it was not a hardware issue that it's Ooh. a drift. It's a software issue. Drama. Uh, yeah. Ooh. So they patched it in. Um, and uh, Plot oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> apparently it was extra thick yeah 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 the the coordinates weren't resetting to its default position when it went back to center and mm. so 
it wasn't so so much that the 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 hardware was faulty like the switch joy cons are it's yeah it's a software oh. thing so hopefully that that'll be the end of switch uh no that'll be in the <laughs> that'll be end of steam deck drama for oh now. man oh there's always gonna be switch drama there's gotta be more switch drama oh there's yeah. gonna be more it's gonna be tons Dang, of it i can't but wait just, for the I... steam deck to come out like for me to get my steam deck i mean i'm excited mm-hmm. yeah i'm getting mine in like so, the next um, run same yeah, I'll let you guys test it out and deal with the first gen bugs, and well, then I have to get one because yeah. I need to make sure our games run on exactly. It. And yeah, then we... I'll get one later <laughs> on, if um, or it'll be a gift from yeah. the guys because you know that's how they roll. Or something. Bit bit I just want one because so, it'll be like the first time that I got like the first run on a handheld console. <laughs> Yee! Yeah. And you're now it's... that you're partial, you know, your employment situations. Yeah. vastly improved yeah. that's awesome to hear that shadow except yeah. you know i might have uh, to buy we'll... a new car soon so that kind of sucks Ooh, <laughs> oof. There... Ma- big big yeah, major there's oof. always something yeah, i just go for a used car <laughs> i mean it's yeah. gonna be a used car but it'll yeah. be new to me <laughs> fair. right um fair. very fair so um so I got that bit of news about the Steam Deck and the drift issues mm-hmm. by going to old, reliable IGN. Um, mm-hmm. that, that is one of my sources of media. And believe it or not, my other sources. Cool. <laughs> 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 because I post, that's all I post about on Facebook now. Yeah. I, like my real life, I have nothing to talk about. I have nothing to talk about. So I just go... And and talk about game news on on Facebook to people who really don't care about what's going on. <laughs> no, yeah, my my your 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 our boomer parents don't care. No, yeah, no, my, no. My, my my friends from high school mainly don't care. The ones that do care are in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, we love you, Grover. Yeah. Um, so so with that being said, right? If I want to consume video game media, mm-hmm. I have to actively look for it, right? There's like no real like I haven't tuned into any podcast besides this one, or um, or any other me- like I just go back to IGN because mm-hmm. that's really the one I know. I don't trust GameStop's like magazine. Even buy though- totally biased. They want you to buy their stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I you know I I don't but know I think, what to go with. But right? I mean, and, even I think IGN and correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody will have to fact check this later. But I think they own Humble Bundle. IGN. Do, IGN owns Humble Bundle. I feel like yeah. that's correct. IGN acquired Humble Bundle in 2017. Yep. So yeah. can't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, but to they that, have their own store. But to that point, it's a charity supporting digital distribution service. Yeah. So what IGN did, they bought it for the for the tax cut, for the tax rebate. You think so? Oh, Grover, Grover. <laughs> you know so. <laughs> not, I not only do, I not only donate because I'm charitable, but it's for <laughs> there's a reasons why I donate. Um, my time and efforts and whatnot. Uh, mostly to the studio. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, the I was humble, gonna ask, humble bundle isn't just a. Uh, they're not just for charity though. They have the humble store. And they have a publishing arm, Humble Games. That Humble Games. They publish indie games. Got it. So it's not just that. That's a significant part of it. But uh, but they they do different bundles and stuff where a portion of that. Does so I won't believe IGN if it tells me to buy Humble Bundle products. How about okay. that? Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, okay. So, but that's where I got, you know, Elden Ring being amazing. Yeah. That's where I got. The Steam Deck Drift, um, the Joy Cons, whatever they're called, right? And do you guys remember G4 TV? No, it it it's still here. No, but it, it went away for a while. Yeah, it, it, it went Com- to Comcast. It, Com- it, it went to sleep for a while. Well, right? it did. It did go to sleep as much as it got replaced with the Man Show and Cops reruns and and got rid of anything video game related. <laughs> Oof. Uh, but but uh, but G four was this. Uh, it was a cable channel owned by Comcast mm-hmm. that they had X Play, um, by that was hosted by Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb, and they they were, they were like the game reviewers, right? right. They they right. rated things out of like five, I think, you know, and they would they would just have video game shows like Attack of the Show, and they would have Robot Wars. It was it was very much a like a, a gamer channel, but. 
Um, it's pretty much defunct, right? Well, it, it was for a time, yeah. but now they brought it back. Is now it's, they have a Twitch channel, they have a YouTube channel. You know, they they, they brought back the, the X play with I think just Adam Sessler now, and um, and I think they they just uh, they on X play they just did um, the Yacht Club Games Direct, mm. like you know how they have their own direct. They broadcasted that on G four, so. They're trying to keep themselves relevant for sure. That's a studio after my own heart right there. Yeah, yeah. Club Games. Yeah, That's... they just launched uh, Mina the Hollower and they they had a successful Kickstarter raise over a million dollars. Good for them. Yeah. Good yeah. for them. That's another one of those that I'm... If you ever go to my bio on womendy.com, shameless plug, you go to my bio, they're, they're mentioned in their like, inspirations. We actually met them. I don't know if you remember. At at that one, conv- at that one little... We we were at Playcrafting LA. Yep. I was like an hour late to yeah, setting you were. up. <laughs> they gave away our table. They, they, no, they didn't give away our table. It was there. It was just empty. Oh, that's okay. Uh, and so we we set up, and across from us was Yacht Club Games, and they had Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight two bef- point whatever it was what, before it became big. Well, the, deal, the just, DLC came out. That's what it was. It was, was it DLC. DLC. Yeah. But yeah, it was just getting there, and they were kind of as small as us, and they were, we got to meet them, and we played Shovel Knight. That's when I got interested, and I bought it for uh, my Switch. So you're telling me there is some alternate timeline out there where we completely swapped, right? Yacht yeah, yeah. Club Games is like this dinky little, could trying to get their first game out there still after 12 years of development, and Wim Indie is this conglomerate raising a million dollars on... um. On a Kickstarter. Well, you know how Yacht Club Games started, right? Yep. They were they spun off of Way Forward, right? Yep. We, they wanted to make a game for Way Forward, and um, and Way Forward's like, ah, we'll pass on it. And the guy's like, well, I'll I'll make my own game company with, with blackjack, blackjack and, <laughs> and hookers, <laughs> especially link, the linking it to last week's episode, right? Exactly. Um, Bender Benning Rodriguez. <laughs> Bender Benning Rodriguez. See, we're already coming up with inside jokes. Anyway, uh, and and so he made Yacht Club games, and mm-hmm. and you know, I don't I don't think WayForward ever regretted their decision because they're like that was just never in the cards, right? It was too risky of a business decision, but you know they must be kicking themselves because I mean even Shovel Knight got a assist trophy in Smash Brothers, and Shante Shante just got like a a, a spirit assist spirit or yeah, whatever, yeah, and so. You know, so kind of so funny how that worked out. We we always go echo back to how small the gaming industry is, right? Oh yeah. For as yeah. Uh, you know, as in its infancy, technically, if you think about radio and pr- production of of entertainment and movie companies and gaming is still a relatively infantile um, uh, industry, right? And if you think about how small it is. And the best I can equate it for our non-gaming fans, if you are out there, is going back to the sports ball, right? <laughs> you know, yes, Paul, you're bitter about the United's <laughs> losing. I, I get that. So the NFL, if you think about it for how it is, it's still a relatively young professional gaming, uh, pro- gaming professional league, professional fo- uh, athletic league, right? Um, you know, you go back years. You can trace lineages of coaching and coaching styles. Yeah. Similarly, how you can follow a track. You go from, you know, inspired, you know, we go from Yacht Club Games. They're spawned from way forward, right? Yeah. So if there's ever any offshoots from Yacht Club Games, you can trace that. Same thing with Activision. Same thing with Blizzard. Same thing. You can always trace people through this like giant family tree, right? Right. And then we're over here as the indies, just as cesspool, right? You know, just, you know, everyone's fighting for supremacy and trying to scavenge what they can, right? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those amazing things that we were in the same building at the same time as Yacht Club Games mm-hmm. and had two very drastically different experiences. Yeah. And we both pretty much made a retro clone. If you think about it, right? You think Shovel Knight, right? Yeah, Shovel Knight's a, a, a NES clone. And we made our Smash TV. Yeah. Spellbearers, yeah. Or a Solitaire, if you think Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy, right? Yeah. So it's just what hits and what fell 
to other aspirations and other priorities, right? Yeah. Right. Is just what could have been, right? I always think back on that. Um, so Shadow, where where do you get your gaming news from? Memes. <laughs> Somehow I knew. Uh, Some I should have known. No, um, I follow a bunch of different pages on Facebook. Um mostly for the memeing content, but also, of course also because like I that's just how I find out stuff. That's what I how I interact with the world, you know? That's where I get my nuggets of information and then I Google it later so that I know why the meme is funny. Um mm, nuggets. <laughs> um so mostly through memes, but I mean I do follow IGN. Um I think I follow a couple of other gaming pages. And of course my my number one source of gaming information is Grover. <laughs> <laughs> so so both, both both of you yeah so i envision grover you know have you ever seen like someone's battle station like you're thinking military all these computer screens all this like command center right, right? set up have you like someone's professional gaming rig, right right then you tear it down halfway, make it messy, and that's me. Exactly. <laughs> Get out of my head, Grover, because that's what I'm going to say, right? Yeah. And all the mirrors are covered up because you don't want to see your Yeah, yeah, I, I, they'll, they'll crack. And that's what Envision. Grover has all these websites and Twitter feeds and all these different people just throughout his various forms of media. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as he sees something, he's retweeting it, he's posting about it, he's making comments about it. And to the point where... I feel Grover can make a legitimate shot at being someone who follows gaming. Honestly, someone to be yeah. followed on on Twitter, uh, and and his perspective, his unique as a developer, as so as uh, as a as a, a fanboy of gaming, mm -hmm. and he can break things down. You, we can make a legitimate go of this if we really wanted to. I was uh, for. For about a couple of years, uh, between when Final Fantasy fourteen launch, right, I was so on top of the news for that game. I was asked to be a contributor for like their uh, one of the fan websites, and I, I like I, I, I saw that it was a French website, and they wanted me Soccer to do the, they wanted me to do the English translations. Mm -hmm. But I I was calling them out so much on their French content that it was like I was like Yoshi didn't say that he didn't do this <laughs> he said this instead and so I was translating it to English the way it was supposed to be written and not the way they didn't they weren't happy with it right and so I was like eh, yeah mm, I, I I I'm not interested because I I wasn't interested in translating exactly what they were saying I was interested in putting my own take on it whoa whoa. Are you telling me you have integrity? <laughs> what we need, not only in gaming journalism, but in journalism, period. I don't I don't know if I should actually say the name of it. So, Shadow, you might have to go back and censor that bloop. or bleep it out. Yeah. Yeah. Or do a Koopo. Do a oh, Koopo there you sound. go. I have or, one of those. Um, yeah. There yeah, you go. That's actually that. my texting um, tone on my phone. But, you know, I, I, I'm still friends with them. That's why I, I maybe go don't do that um but um it's just i i just didn't i didn't like it um i didn't like what they were doing there um so but but the fact that you are able to have this interaction with the community yeah and you uh, if you go if listener if you go on our discord follow the invite link uh yeah. discord.gg slash womendy yep that's <laughs> it. You, got, you got it it took, it took uh Two seasons? Two, two seasons? No. Five episodes? Five, six, episodes. six episodes? Oh my God. <laughs> Why? Listen, if you go on there, Grover has this existing. Yeah. And um, maybe that's something we can do in the future. It's, you know, have a have a news outlet even. Women D News yeah, or, well, yeah, or some general, bull. If I'll yeah. post like interesting acquisitions and interesting news that I see. Um, but we also have another channel. Um, I call it the Game Rex channel on our on our Discord. And like games that I played through that I personally find are, are really fun or I think people really enjoy. I'll post them there. And I also uh, post uh, deals like video game deals that I see there. Um, I guess this will lead into what I look at. Huh? So there's there's a couple of, of Twitter accounts that I look at. 
There's Cheap Ass Gamer uh, on Twitter, and they have a lot of really cool Why did sales. you say your name twice? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they have a lot of really cool sales there. Um, and then there was uh, Wario64. Uh, he gets paid to to repost sales that like Amazon and Target uh, uh, go. Like I recently got Life is Strange True Colors for the Switch um, for 33 bucks from Target. Ooh. Ooh. It's normally a $59.99 game. Yeah, that's so, why I didn't buy it yet. That was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wait, yeah, wait till it goes on sale. Um but uh yeah, yeah, big major discounts on that. Um so that that's I go there for video game deals. Um for like video game news, I go on Reddit. John John got me on Reddit, uh, who who works with us on on Celestia design. And my former co-host for a podcast that shall not be named. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're not bitter about that at all. <laughs> um, and so, so uh, art slash our Nintendo slash our gaming. Um, I go to all of those and kind of get like, you know, there. There's also uh, slash I think eShop deals or something like that. And if I if there's sales on the Nintendo eShop, I'll I'll go there and check. Um, typically, I'll I'll uh, buy nintendo switch games is like a bulk like in the summer or winter i'll buy like 20 of them at like 50 to 60 percent off and then that'll hold me pretty much for the whole year but if um i'm kind of like our mutual friend that he likes physical games but i don't mind digital if it's that much discounted right if it's devil may cry for three dollars on switch as opposed to physical copy which is like you know 20 bucks or something definitely get go for the three dollar the three dollar yeah. digital copy so, seen this um, is what i like about you grover is that like you know about all of these sales and if you see a game that yeah. you think somebody else will enjoy that's on sale you tell that person like you're always sending me links but, to like oh this game is on sale shadow go buy it uh i think you'll like it yeah. <laughs> um which i appreciate because i'm I don't like to spend full price on games, which I know sounds really terrible considering that like I help make video games, but I mean, yeah. it just, it, no, I, it I gets don't. to be too expensive. <laughs> you know, if I want to buy a bunch of Absolutely. games that are yeah. $60 a piece, like I can't afford that. It's, rid it's ridiculous. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and you don't have time. I, I don't have time to play all. I have, you go to my house. Yeah. Paul's pointing to the stack of shame <laughs> of PS5 games over there. Like I have not beaten a PS5 game yet, <laughs> and and I I I have one side I've boughten. I've Paul has gifted me a few. I, I know some of my other friends have gifted me a few PS5 games, and I I just don't have time. Nice. Um, I don't even have so. a PS5 yet. Yeah. Soon, Shadow. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying oh, to. Oh no, I know. Like that. I'm just saying there's just <laughs> humble there's brag. just not enough time. Hashtag humble brag. Yeah, no, there's just not enough time to play play through these games for sure. So I'm going to raise what Shadow said and and push it up another notch. Mm -hmm. What I love about this Grover, this you you recommending games, is that once you recommend it once, you're done, and I I greatly <laughs> appreciate that. Because yeah. I, I I take it under advisement. It's going to be on my radar. I, I look at it, leave it and I'll take it or leave it. Yeah. And I, you're not consistently getting, Paul, you're going to get this. Paul, you're going to like it. You should play oh, it. Man. You like these other games. One person. It, it sound familiar, yes, Shadow? One person sound familiar, Shadow? Mind who, who <laughs> I, does that I can't imagine on a why. frequent basis. And he does it for like anime and yeah. stuff too. And like now there are things I specifically boycott just because he bugs me about it. And I'm just like, nope, nope, you made me hate it. <laughs> yeah. In in my experience, that happened to me. Um, one one person kept recommending to me Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross. Mm -hmm. And I I knew there were gonna be games. I knew there there were gonna be games that I would enjoy. Um, but I was recommended them so much and so often it was driving me nuts. And I was just like, I just I was like, nope, you know what? I'll I'll just play other games. Um, and eventually I got back into Chrono Trigger in college and, and played through it on my own. And then I told that person afterwards, hey, I beat it. And then he got excited. What did you think? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, th this is what I thought about it. Right. And then Chrono Cross, they just announced they're going to be re-releasing that on the Switch. So I, I'd gotten quite a ways through it on the PlayStation, but I'm never home 
to play PlayStation. Um, so, you know, when it comes out on Switch in a, uh, next month, I'm finally going to buy it and play through it portable when I have some time to sit down and, and then I'll let him know my thoughts there after I finish that. So, um, yeah, it's definitely like if, if people recommend me games, I definitely add it to the list and, and we'll, we'll play through it, uh, or definitely we'll get it on sale. Um, and then, um, I'll let him know when I got it that way, uh, temper his expectations or absolutely. Yeah. So in conclusion of this topic, listener, yeah. uh, go ahead and join our discord discord.gg uh, slash Oh uh, yep. yep. Um, go ahead and follow these chats groups Grover's part of, <laughs> but, uh, parting, parting question for both of you. Sure. What is your favorite Pokemon and why is it Charizard? Oh <laughs> 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 uh, man. So, 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 so I think Grover and I have the same favorite. Mine is Vaporeon. Well, yeah, I, that Vaporeon's my favorite Pokemon. Um, but my favorite starter would uh for for Gen One would be Charmander, because I I I I liked having the difficulty of of dealing with Brock and Misty. I mentioned it earlier. You were a glutton for punishment from day one. Yeah, huh? yeah. I had yeah. to <laughs> go back and grind in that Viridian Forest, right? But my um, but but my first my first version that I actually had was Pokemon Yellow, mm-hmm. right? Um, when when I had uh, me too. Uh, when I when I played through Pokemon Blue, it was my cousin's version, right? So the I didn't feel like my Pokemon were mine, right? Um, I was just borrowing his game, um, so it was my my first real starter was Pikachu, um, so I got really attached to that Pokemon for a while. But as I've grown up, it switched from Pikachu to Vaporeon um, as my favorite Pokemon. But uh, in Gold, Silver, Crystal, my favorite starter is Chikorita. Mm, yeah, yeah. I can see and that. that too had a type disadvantage on the first gym because the first gym was Pidgeys, right? They were flying, flying, flying. yeah. So and Chikorita was kind of the mess starter in that in that game as well. Yeah, Meganium wasn't isn't known for its its meta playing. So. No, no. So uh, Paul's answer might surprise you or it might not. Hmm. It, it is Blaziken. Oh, Blaziken! Okay. Blaziken uh, was my Torchic, Torchic, um, uh, Ruby and Sapphire, and it was the first um, multi-type. Uh, besides Charizard, it's, right? It started the fighting, fire fighting, fighting, firefighting, right? That went on for like eight generations until we went fire dark for whatever reason, right? And that's when I got no, it went fire psychic, fire psychic. You're right. Yeah. It was that uh, magician looking thing, right? In uh, X and Y, X and Y, right? Mm-hmm. Um, funny story, listener. Uh, when I asked Grover what version's gonna get, he's like X, and I said Y, <laughs> <laughs> just just Y. <laughs> um, but Blaziken is my favorite. And um, I always have a soft spot for Pikachu, right? You know, Ash and Pokemon. Well, yeah. Part oh, of my absolutely. childhood, absolutely. I still play him in Smash every now and then, or her, depending on what you select for the character, right? Um, I, I just, there's still part of me that wishes Pokemon would be different. But as this moment, my trainer badge is on the wall. I don't think anything get me back to Pokemon. You were the very best that no one ever. Don't was. lie to me. That's Matt. <laughs> that was Matt all the day. Because well, no one was that bad. Ooh, no, you <laughs> were, Mister Singh. Yeah, yeah, Lapras. Lapras. Yeah, awesome. Why Vaporeon Shadow? Before we uh, close out the episode. Um, I don't know. So I really liked Evie because mm. Evie's just adorable, and I wish Evie was I, real. Agreed. But I also really liked Water Pokemon. Um, like my favorite starter was Squirtle, um, which is odd because I'm not usually one who's like, oh man, water element. Yeah. Usually I like the fire elements. Like, you know, if I was, a um, in the world of Avatar, I would be a firebender easily. Um, but like for Pokemon, it's the exact opposite. Like I like the water types and I can't explain it. I should I should correct myself because I was like, oh, you know what, Vaporeon's not a starter, but technically is. Eevee. Let's go Eevee. Let's go Eevee. On the Switch. Is, you have yeah. Eevee as a starter. How? I, I don't know if they can evolve in Eevee. It can evolve in that one. Does it reject it like Pikachu? I and, think so. And, uh... I think so. Okay. I think it. you would have to breed it or something mm-hmm. and then let that one evolve well in pokemon the way to evolve pikachu was get rid of it go to blue or red and evolve <laughs> or, or it there send it to gold and silver evolve yeah. it then send it back through time yeah. through the time, <laughs> the capsule, time, right? time yeah. capsule yeah exactly 
But uh, so listener, this is um, a test run of uh, what we're, we're planning to do in the near future on on season three of On a Whim, where we bring in a co-host for maybe part of the episode or more than half or partway through and then maybe start having ad reads in the middle of the episode, right? Again, this episode is sponsored by Womendy. Uh, go ahead and wishlist our games. Purchase them if you would like, but it supports us and what we do here at Womendy. Um, uh, join our Discord again, discord.gg slash Womendy. Uh, follow us at Womendy. Uh, I'm taking all the Grover speaking lines at this point, but uh, he, he looks he looks yeah. happy to get rid of the, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> top I'll, I'll, I'll have my own share of ad reads when we... Uh when we get actual ad reads. Exactly, right now, so. Because we, um, need, we need that income. We, we would love to do that. Um, we're gonna try to avoid doing the Patreon route as long as possible. So, well, we'll pursue that. And, um, and like Shadow said, you know, off off the air, but uh, that's gonna be some of your work to do, Shadow. So thank you for your Yay. work with this um, and taking on additional roles within the studio. We all wear different hats, so we do appreciate you. And uh, listener, we appreciate you as well. Go ahead and rate us. Uh, five stars, preferably. Um, don't give us a 68 out of 100 like Metacritic. Or don't give us a 7.3, <laughs> too much Grover. Too much Grover. <laughs> <laughs> Be and, careful, uh, that's where you get your news. That's where you, uh, no, that's where I'll get my news, yeah. Um, there is such a thing as too much news. So I might have to filter you out one of these days. Yeah, yeah. I said you once for and ne- health, never right? done. You gotta, you gotta turn, learn to cut it off. Gotta learn, but I can't cut you off, Grover. Right. I, I can't help it, because if not, I got a text from you saying, "Good morning, Paul. How are you today?" Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been Paul. I'm Grover. I'm Shadow. Yay! I'm and this has been the On a Whim podcast. Y'all keep it nerdy. Nerd. Nerd.